Hello, 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 and welcome to the Blueprint Podcast, where we are creating a space for dialogue around issues that impact the construction industry. And I'm your host today, Rachel Ivey. is what is it like to really be in the construction industry what's the day-to-day so what 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 are they experiencing out here in these construction streets so to kick off the conversation we got a couple of great guests i got us a superintendent mr ben mintz am i saying it right ben mintz mintz i'm sorry you're close Um, we got Javar, who's a laborer and who's been out here doing it for a while. And then we also have us a project manager, Ray. Ray, I messed up the last name too. Worley. Worley. Yeah, All right. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank y'all so much for being here. Um, so let's just jump right in. How about we just go around, you know, two seconds and kind of tell our listeners like who you are, what you do, how you even got in construction. Like what made you decide to come this route? So, Ray, you want to kick us off? Sure. Um, Ray Worley. I'm um, a project manager for Walsh Construction. I've been in the industry for 17 years technically, but those were like <laughs> nine internships because I started in high school. Oh, okay. Good um, deal. Yeah, I got a, an offer from Walsh Construction in, in high school to do an internship, and I never looked back. Um, just went summer after summer. Uh, year after year, ended up getting an engineering degree at Michigan State University. I was going to say, what University. was your major? Engineer? Okay. Mm-hmm. And then went and got an, um, a master's at the University of Alabama, Birmingham after that. And oh, okay. Yeah, it's been with the company ever since. All right, down south. <laughs> okay. How about you, Ben? How did you get in this thing? So I was a uh, I was a kid that always loved playing with Legos and putting things together growing up. Um, so I went to uh, Purdue University, got a uh, degree in building construction management. Okay. Uh, graduated in 2009 and uh, started as a you know an entry level position with Power uh, 2009 and uh, have worked my way to where I'm at now. Yeah, Power seems to have that staying power over there. That's a that's a good thing. Yeah. So you knew at the gate you wanted to do something in construction. Like how I did j- that even come I just about? Knew, I just knew that I liked um, I liked to you know following plans. Literally, it was like putting Legos together as a kid, right? Following plans, figuring out how things go together. Um, as I got older, you know. Um, kind of honed in on that to what, what direction I wanted to go. Um, you know, one thing that I really like about, you know, my day-to-day job now is I get to work with a super diverse group of people, right? I'm working with guys in the trades, I'm working with foremen, but I'm also talking to, to architects and engineers on a daily basis. Um, owners, developers, owners, reps. So it's, it's, uh, it's great. Okay. Do you feel like you learned a lot of, uh, those skills to do that in college or? I would say I learned Far more from the point that I graduated college till now than I ever did in college. Okay. That's, that's why great. I think that's why people try to, they, they tout the trades. Yeah. So, Javar, won't you tell us about, you know, uh, how you got in here, how you got started? Um, I actually, I always like, like Ben say, I was a kid, I break my, take my, not break my toys, but take them apart and that put them back together. That sounds about right. You look like you break <laughs> <my> toys. <laughs> and, uh, uh, but I, you know, little racing cars and things like that, I take them apart and put them back together. You know, I won a science fair contest in seventh grade, so I was always, you know, thinking on things and way to put things together. And like, like you say, like Legos, just, okay. you know. And from there, you know, I graduated Crane High School in 2007. Um, I started doing security. I was doing security for about, I want to say, four or five years, luxury retail. And um, I gradually just migrated to the construction industry. Um, 2000 and 
2014, I graduated a T-card program. Uh, okay. It was a non-for-profit organization, um, like on the west side of Chicago, right on Austin. So I graduated that. Um, it was supposed to be placements for the graduates, mm-hmm. but, you know, somehow all the placements got passed out before we all graduated. But anywho, um, 18 months after that, just, you know, resumes. As I'm doing security, I have a nice amount of resumes with me. Okay, and so that, you were focused, too. You knew you wanted to get in construction. Yeah, I, I kinda, like it. I kind of okay. knew I wanted to do it. So I've seen, you know, different... Um, Different jobs opening up. I'm seeing all the work going on. So, you know, pass my resumes out, and the blessing came 2015 and July, July 31st. So I hit the ground rolling. I hit the ground running. Okay. Well, good deal. Well, thank y'all so much for being here. So now that we know a little bit about you, um, what is it like uh, day-to-day? So how early are you up? You know, how do your day starts? How does it end? What does a regular day look like for you guys? For me, no two days are the same in construction. Okay. Um, you know, wake up, get to work. Probably, I say I get to work around six thirty a.m. Just to, you know, what time you go to bed, right? <laughs> <laughs> At the current project I'm on, there's a noise ordinance, so we can't even start construction to eight. So I use like the six thirty to eight time to kind of get some things um, going. You know, personally for myself and with and, and things I got to get outline my day essentially. Um, and then we start with stretch and, stretch and flex with okay. the tradesmen. Um, we like to participate in that just to get the morning rundown, let let everyone know where each uh, tradesman's going to be, which each uh, activity's going to happen. Um, and then from there, you know, it's just problem solving. That's all that's day. all I do all day is problem oh, really? solving. Yeah. Okay. Essentially, um, you know, whether it's with the architect or the owner or trying to figure out, um, you know, how to make a design work, and uh, I'm working on a renovation right now on reno- uh, an existing building, um, but it's all problem solving. For Give us an example. One example I would say is currently working on a renovation, so it's a 90-year-old building called Lawson House, um, and, you know, until you do the demo, mm-hmm. you don't really know what's behind the walls and things like that, so um, we came across a lot of ME- old MEP cores, and... Um, you know, when we're bidding this stuff, you can't really just that. assume that you're going to see that or you, that you're going to, you know, put that in your budget. So you got to work with the owner and say, hey, well, we didn't have these MEP cores in our budget. So, you know, we got to price this. We got to, uh, you know, figure out a way to best incorporate it in our schedule to make sure that we can keep the demo going, we can keep the framing going, and we can keep the project going while filling these cores in. Um, so that's just one of the examples of, you know, the problem-solving things that we have to do on a day-to-day basis. Now, Ben, how does, like, a superintendent factor into that? Like, um, like, would you typically work, like, how does you guys' roles, do they cross typically as a superintendent oh, and a project yeah, they, manager? They okay. definitely cross. Like, like the project manager that I work with, um, you know, predominantly on a day-to-day basis, he and I are, are in communication every single day. We sit in an office next to each other most days. Okay. Um, I think it's, I think that's super critical for the success of his job, uh, for the superintendent and project manager to be close and on the same page. Okay. And you there at 632? Yeah, that is, that is one point that I wanted to make. The, the, the construction industry is an industry that starts early. So All you right. gotta, you gotta get up and get after it. Yeah. So speaking of starting early at 630, what are other things that people need to think about before they say, hey, I need to jump into, you know, I want to do construction? Um, you got you got to think. I mean, you speak to it, right? You've worked some you've worked some cold winters, right? Yeah. Weather is the weather. A big, the weather is a big factor, but not 80 percent of construction is getting out. A lot of people don't get their own time. 
the time is night time is eighty percent of the job. Okay. Because a lot of people don't, you know, a lot of people can't get up. The morning is tough on for a lot of people. Yeah, which is to my point. What time you guys got to go to bed? Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I'm a night owl, so I'm usually in bed like ten o'clock. Okay, ten. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. not that bad. No. So same for me. Usually around nine, ten, but then Tennis. I have an eight month old now, so it's oh, yeah. so you're up all night now. Yeah, you up and down. Yeah. Up and down. yeah. Oh yeah. wow. How about you, um, Ben? What are some of the things that you didn't expect when you chose this career? Oh man, when I you know when I first got into uh, the construction management major at Purdue, I think it was it was more of an idea, right? I like the idea of not sitting at a desk all day. I like the idea of being able to get outside, uh, solve problems, uh, like Ray said. Um, I think that was that was really what kind of drew me to it. Okay. Okay, problem solving. Oh, let me go back to you, Javar. So, Javar, what does your day look like? So, you start early, too, so you're there between 6.30 and 7. Yes. And then what does it look like from there? Um, basically prepping, um, moving material, getting all the material to go up, seeing what we for the what, um, and the weather plays a big part with us. So okay. if it's windy, depending on, if it's a nice day, then we, the regular the regular routine, we setting windows, we caulking, and we basically moving all our material. Okay. So that's basically it. But if the wind... If it's kind of windy or things of that nature, I work with iron workers and carpenters. So the iron workers basically they hanging off the building, they on and off the building. So if the wind picking up or it's raining, they definitely not working. Okay. Carpenters they probably be doing some some simple, probably uh, putting the holes in the seals, getting everything fitted for the going the columns of the building. And me, I just basically be moving around, grabbing the, um, grabbing all our material, trash, things of that nature, moving it to the next floor or bumping it up or setting them guys up to start a new new project or whatever they whatever was whatever's next basically so so that's what you're doing now now that you're with a window contractor but you said like earlier right you've been with a concrete contractor you've been with a mason so your 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 job on the job may change based on who you're what what trade i'm working with so i got i'm basically like a universal other i work with um i run work with pipe fitters before i'm specialized in concrete i'm specialized in mason i'm specialized in drywall i can cut I'm basically like a universal. I could pretty much do some of everything. So. Now, did you learn that stuff on the job, or did you take the additional classes that's, um, that the union offers? Like, uh, how do you get to the training? Um, I graduated through my apprenticeship. Uh, okay. I graduated okay. back in 2017. Um, I suppose I graduated back in, like, 16. But mm-hmm. I was not again. Sometimes I skip school because in concrete, they give you full scale. So I was an apprentice most of my concrete years. So and there was I was no motivation to get the full yeah, scale because you already had it. I got it, yeah. <laughs> so but when you go, when you when after the come after the, the job over with and you go to another job, they gonna knock you back down at your scale because they see you in school. Oh, so I, okay, I, I okay. went from that. Then when I went to another job, they knocked me back down to my regular percent, which was probably seventy percent or something. So okay, now I got to go back to school because I want more money. You know? Okay, so, okay, and I'm accustomed to it now. You mm-hmm. get accustomed because that's a big gap. It was a big jump. So that was that's another thing that played into it. But most of all, my day, it'd be pretty. I kind of blend in with the day. If it's like kind of a little messy day, I mean, I know what I got to do to brighten it up. I go and get to it. Okay. I'm one of them, I'm one of them employees where you ain't got to tell me what to do. I kind of know the job. I just come on. I'm going to blend in. I'm going to fit right in. You ain't got to really say too much. I watch. I watch you one time and learn and I'm gone. Okay. So, I said, you know, for me, like I said, I've learned far more after college than I did in college. And I'd say that predominantly from 
working with trades and, and talking to foreman and being humble enough to ask a whole lot of questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, asking questions wherever you don't know and learn and just pick it up along the way. Um, but you got to be humble enough to ask questions and you got to be willing to hustle once you know the answer. So, so it sounds like a lot of hustle and a lot of bustle and, oh, and yeah. things. Oh, yeah. You ain't, ain't, sure. no, you ain't doing too much after you get off. All that gym, like people that like to work out, you, know, you ain't hitting the gym. Well, yeah, you get, you get your work out there. I get my work, yeah. especially with concrete, man. The material is different. Like, man, you got like adjustable forms. The material they use, man, it's just just say, man, it's gonna put you down. Man. Gonna, you will be in the bed by six thirty. So, so what motivates you guys to stay in the industry? For me, um, just the opportunity. Okay, um, and the opportunity that it presents not only to myself. But to other individuals, like I always preach nowadays, going to the trade school and and starting that way, and and you know you can you can start in a trade school and work your way up to a project manager, superintendent. I've seen it before, um, and I always say that I would if I were to go back, I would start and maybe be an electrician or a, a pipe fitter or something like that. So you know it's a skill that can never be taken away from you, and you know for me personally. When I'm at home, you know, I don't have to call. I have to call an electrician, you know, to come screw in some lights for me. Something that I probably could have done myself had I gone the the trade route. But I love the position I'm in. I love being able to build and build for my community, um, and and that kind of what what motivates me. And I know that this is an industry that's going to last for a long time. Um, and I, I think we need to, you know, start trying to get people motivated to be back in the trades, though. So, um, Ben, what do you, would you say is some of the good, the bad, good, bad, indifferent things about the industry? So things that you love about it, some things you could definitely do without. I mean, the what I love about it is it's it's good, honest work, right? Um, you're you're working with uh, a good group of people. Um, there's a lot of camaraderie in construction. Some of my best friends are are guys that I work with. Um, you know, it is, it can be long hours at times. Um, there's times where you've got to get something done and you're there on the weekends or you're there late during the night, right? There's a mm-hmm. schedule, there's a schedule to maintain. Um, so I would say, you know, that, that can be a con at some points. Um, like in a typical month, should you typically anticipate having to do, you know, staying late two, three times a night? Like what, what does that really, look it, like? It really depends on the phase of the job that you're in and, and okay. what's required, right? There, there could be a couple, a, a month or two months stretch towards the end of the job where, where I've got there, I've got guys there every single Saturday, right? If the job's running smooth in the in the middle of the job, we should be able to get it done during a five day work week. Okay. Um, sometimes there's, you know, depending on what trade you are, right. I, I always schedule window deliveries for Saturdays. So every time I take a window delivery on a job, um, that crew is there delivering windows on Saturdays. So it doesn't, it doesn't chew up the hoist time during the week. Okay. Um, so it, it kind of really depends what role you're in and, um, and what phase of the job you're in. What would be some advice? Well, maybe go professionally. So you took the professional route. Right. So give them like your advice on how to do it that way. I would say the construction industry is humongous, but it's as big as it is, it's very small. It's everyone knows everyone for the I'm most part. That's that right. I'm That's very that true. Yeah. Yeah. So any opportunity you have to participate in programs or or you know, come to events involving construction or in construction individuals or professionals. Uh, take advantage of that. Grab Networking. as many cards as you can okay. um, and, and reach out to those people because you, you just never know who um, might get back in touch with you and then who knows who and who's a friend of who. And 
It's um, a relationship-based industry. Seriously, yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, so that will be my advice to just make sure you're taking advantage of the opportunities out there um, and networking for sure, grabbing cards and, and reaching out to people. Which is a good point because that's definitely a bit different in how some, like maybe a tradesman may grow. Like I'm thinking. I would say yes and no. I yes mean, as a, no. as a tradesman, okay. right, your reputation precedes you, right? It's the, the way that you work, how hard you work. Are you there on time? Um, if there's overtime, are you t- the guy that sticks their hands up and say, yep, I'll come in and take the overtime. Um, because when it's, when it's layoff time, right, that, that kind of stuff matters. Definitely matters. That's what, because they watching you. That's how you're going to get your longevity in it. You want you trying to be with a company, depending on the work they got. Cause certain work like concrete is only scheduled to last a certain amount of time. Like a general position is the best position to have because the layout of the project, if the, if the project is supposed to be going for three years, it can possibly go on for three and a half if you were the general. To whereas concrete is only scheduled for 18 months. Mm, okay, I see, I see, I see. So the ideal position if you're a laborer is if you can get on with a general contractor because they typically have the consistent. It's more consistent. Yeah. Got right. it, got it, got it. And it's about what you put into it too. You know, you're that foreman, that superintendent is going to bring you. Got to work with them. You got to put in the work. It's competitive. Yeah, Yeah. it's competitive, right? You got to be willing to out hustle the guy to your to your right and your left. Mm -hmm. That's what it's all about. Construction. It's a competitive game. If you ain't if you ain't ain't nothing lazy about this. If you if you coming in thinking you nah. Ain't no, ain't no corners you can cut. No. Or just stand there and hold a sign. You know, that's the you big, can, that's the big a, thing right everybody, there. Everybody you want to be the you flag. Can, you can, you can be the guy that stands there and holds the sign, but that's not what's going to get you to, to right. stay with somebody long term. Right? You'll be there for, what, two weeks? Gotcha. Right. And gotcha. then the job's still going on, though, for another seven months. Right. Yeah. If you only get two weeks to flag, now you back at home. So that's that's pretty much how But that's a good point, but I think that's the first thing that a lot of people see, and they be like, oh, I could do that. Yeah, they see that, yeah. then they hear about the money, <laughs> you know, and then they just think they can, but they don't think about the physical work that you really got to put in, and then the safety of it, you got to think, too, because you're around other people. You think it for other people, too, because they can be, a guy can be sawing something, cutting something, and he can be getting ready to hit the court or something like that, or that nature was water falling right by the socket or something, and he won't know, and you right there, so... You know, one hand, watch the other. You got to let them know. know? Oh, that's a good point. We didn't even mention safety. Like Safety is the number one. That's the, that's what keeps the jobs going. Absolutely. That's right. If the safety ain't right, you like, it's going, it's a possibility of being shut down. Guys are, if guys are getting hurt on the job, it kills the whole morale of the job. So that's, that's a a number one priority is to make sure safety, make sure everybody's going home every day. So what are some of the top issues you think that people or people should think about before they actually choose the career. So things that you may not have known before you got in the industry, like I would have never, I, safety never crossed my mind. Um, I'm sure you guys probably seen some seen some things on the, uh, yeah, the various some, job sites. Yeah, I've seen some things. I've <laughs> 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 seen yeah. some things, some way out things, man. People though, <sighs> safety, man, safety. You got to watch yourself, man. I've seen some, some crazy things. I would say the, just understand the hours that you got to put into it. Yep. Okay. Um, you know, from a project management standpoint, you know, I, I'll start my day at 630. I might not end my day to 536, depending on what's going on. Um, just knowing that you got to put a lot of hours into it, but it 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 pays off at the end. You okay. know, especially yes. if you have a successful project, you have a happy client, mm-hmm. you come in under budget uh, and ahead of schedule. 
Um, that makes get all to, the difference. You get to see what you're what you've been working for the right. whole project, right? It, you start off you start off as a hole in the ground, and right. then you know a year, eighteen months later, you get to stand there in front of a big, beautiful building exactly. that, that you built with with the guys wonderful, around you. A wonderful feeling, man. That's a wonderful feeling. You can just ride past and see your project. That's right. what I get out of it. Like I just ride past like that. I got to. Yeah, nice. I like I that. To see that so. mm-hmm. Well, I, I don't necessarily, I do feel the same way. I'd be like, oh, yeah, I have to work on those projects. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> hey, seriously, every it's everybody, count, you know, it matters, you know, everybody that participates on that project, whether you're the project manager, the laborer, or consultant, whatever it is, it all plays a part in, in what we're trying to do on those projects. So it's, it's super important. It takes everybody. Yeah. Okay. Work, make the dream work. If you are afraid of what construction is not for you, hard work, hard work. Because I'm like, if you are afraid of rats, construction <laughs> is not for you. <laughs> no. If you're afraid of heights, there's oh, trades. There's yes. trades that you can get in where you don't need to deal with heights. If you don't okay. like cold weather, there's yeah. trades that you can get in with cold weather. But hard work, there's you there's no there's no way around that. that. You can't dodge that. That that's like the number one answer. The number one is answer. like family feud. That would be the number one answer. Hard work. <laughs> okay. Yes. I get a lot of heights. A lot of people be, they, uh, they'll see how, how I'm working there. Be like, oh, you, no, but you get used to it. So if you are initially afraid of it, your advice would be don't give up. You could potentially get over that, that fear yeah, of heights. You can, you can get over it because I used to be scared of heights. Okay. I had a little incident where I was kind of nervous. You, you, you don't know until you you in a situation where you can potentially fall. And then when you panic, then you know you're scared. Because I done been in planes before and... My first project when I was an apprentice, I was putting together a scaffold building. The project, I mean, they we weren't following all the safety protocols, yeah, so that's why I pretty much got scared. How I got scared, <laughs> but I'm 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 a rookie at the time, so I'm not really I don't really know the ins and outs. That's what I was gonna say. You but, you really shouldn't be in a position where you've got to do your job where where you're exposed to. Falling, but, but you know, right? you're sure. apprentice. You know the apprentices, man. They gonna send they gonna send me off. But anywho, we was um. We was re um, rebricking the old apartment up north on Loyola or something, but anywho, it was we got it up to about the scaffold. We got the scaffold to about the fourth floor. Mm-hmm. Now you know, at the three floors, they're supposed to be tied into the building. Right. It was never tied in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm pulling, I'm pulling plank off the fourth on the fourth floor on the on the scaffold. Man, the frame like came off the building. Oh wow! Yeah, that's so it's good. it's like it's leaning. I dropped to my knees, man. Dropped the plank, dropped to my knees, grabbed the thing, got the screaming. I'm like, man, that was my first. I was, I was terrified, man. My heart dropped. My heart dropped. That was like the scariest I ever been in my life. I sink that frame because I know I'm for the fall. Mm. Yeah. Did, it didn't fall, did it? No, I just okay. came off about six inches and smacked the building back. I, I got down. It was over with. I told her, I told her, I told the journeyman. I said, look, Joe, I ain't going back up there. I'm done, bro. Like, he down there laughing, but you know I could have been hurt, man. I could have failed, like for yeah. real, like so. But it, I could laugh about it now. But man, I was scared. I'm on my man. Um, is there anything else that you guys want to just say to our listeners who are considering a career in this industry? Yes, um, I would say just again to my point earlier, just make sure you network and you make those connections. Um, again, it's a large industry, but it's small, and that everyone knows each other, um, and you know just. Put forth the effort. Show that you, you know, you like hard work. You like to, you know, get the job done. And and you know that superintendent, that that um, foreman, will take you with them on each and every project because you know they know you'll get the job done. 
it's a it's a great career whether you're whether you're on you know the project manager superintendent or tradesman side of things i would i would have no problem if if any of my three kids went either any of those three routes it's it's all good career with all good advantages to all of them consistency that's the main thing for us construction you just got to stay consistent you can't be lacking around just got to stay busy and you'll, you'll last, you'll get in, even if you're not in a trade yet. But if you're trying to get in, just stay consistent. What about, so, pet peeves? Are there, like, one pet peeves when you're on the construction site, whether it's somebody, a job itself, or it's a it's an individual, or, like? For me, I would say wearing PPE and, like, safety glasses. Okay. Like that's, it, it's basic. It bugs me when I, don't, when I see tradesmen out there not wearing the safety glasses um or doing something as far as you know wearing you know dark safety glasses in a dark building and i don't know what it is <laughs> but like, i just like, see? like <laughs> the safety glasses the gloves the hard hat is simple you know those are the simple steps you need to take to be safe and if something was to go wrong where you cut your hand or something falls in your eye you know it could have been avoidable um, so I don't know what it is, but that's my biggest pet peeve that I see on job sites a lot. I'd, I'd say mine that, but uh, also also people that aren't taking pride in the work that they're doing. Ooh, that is uh, a good one. Like that is a good one. You're going to be out there working. You might as well give it your all um, mm-hmm. and and do your best and be able to go home that day knowing that, that you took pride and, and you gave it your all. Like a little crooked cabinet or something. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Walk, walking away, walking away from something that you know is wrong. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. No, I get that one. My biggest pet peeve is um, I learned to deal with a lot, but probably the the attitude shifting. So you know, some guys be coming in every day. It's gonna be some. Okay. You gotta you got to a hundred guys. There's somebody somebody not feeling too good today. Somebody is you know chippy. So somebody's having just, a bad yeah, day. Somebody is mood swings. So you got right. a lot of mood swings on on the sites. So <laughs> that's yeah. about it. As long as you can you can blend in with that, you good. Well, once again, thank y'all so much for chatting with us. I hope our listeners enjoyed our show. Um, and that's it for us today. So if you can just listen to us on your Apple Podcast, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcast from. Uh, And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Base Magazine or visit our website, www.basemagazine.com. And you are listening to Base Magazine.